Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Are you ready, damn it? I'm fucking born ready, Pablo. Let's go. All right, dude. Well, um, obviously, great to see you. You got the cocktail in your hand. I wish I had my whiskey, but we'll move on past that. I tried to be professional, you know, and 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 uh, not uh, drink. But then I thought, God damn it, I'm, I'm hanging with Johnny Christ here. I got to have a, you know, and you do the drinks with Johnny podcast and stuff. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, so we yeah, got this big album coming out, man. I know you're geek for this, but uh, I want to go back before we go forward here. And you're coming off, you know, the stage, the touring and all that. When you guys come home, and this is just before the pandemic, I suppose, maybe about a year or so, is it just family life at that time? It's just shut down. Don't think about writing music. Don't think about being in a band. Just think about being a dad at this time and a husband. Is that kind of what goes through your world at that time? Yeah, I mean, maybe not right away, though, because, I mean, uh, and honestly, it's hard because I got to remember everything, but it's been five years, but we got off the road kind of abruptly. Um, uh, We had a tour scheduled with uh, the Prophets of Rage uh matt had some uh some vocal issues that happened yes. in, in europe at the at the end of that cycle uh right. very unfortunate um and so yeah it was a little bit abrupt but once we were home and soaked that in for a second and uh help you know try and put our arms around our brother there because you know that you know as much as it upsets everybody else you, you just try and conceptualize that your your human instrument the, the the part that you can't just change strings on uh, fails you every once in a while. That's gotta be, that's, that's tough, you know? Yeah. I remember him going through that, dude. I know it was difficult for him for a while too. So you take that downtime and again, you're just a family man at this time and you're not thinking about writing music, right? Then the pandemic hit. Is that kind of how that went too? So, so we, like I said, it was the summer of 2018. We got off and, okay, and then we we took our usual, you know, couple of months Mm -hmm. um, to really, uh, say hi to family, friends, everything, get ourselves back on track in, uh, the different mode of, of home life and writing mode and um, really start to have the conversations of what we want to accomplish with the next record, where we're at in our lives. Uh, what do we want to say? What do we want it to sound like? When do we want to start? You know, sure. we started, you, you know, uh, pretty much towards the end of 2018 is when we all just kind of started writing individually and sure. kind of started getting together. So then we went through all of 2019 um, kind of sporadically working on, on music and getting together and, and putting this record together, which was, you know, a, a big record to put together for us. You know, I mean, absolutely. We, 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 we talked about it before, but this is, this is a record where we really focused on cutting the fat. Um, if there was something that just, it was good, but not great. It was just gone, you know? And mm. I think that's why uh, a lot of the initial writing took a little bit longer than usual. Um, so yeah, I mean that was a that was a year, and then uh, it, it, right at the beginning of 2020 is when we were uh, meeting a little bit more often with our uh, producer Joe Barisi. Mm-hmm. We started we were starting to schedule uh, in the in the coming months when we would start tracking drums, and then obviously from that point on, start tracking stuff, and that's when the pandemic hit. Oh, now, okay, yeah, so. Put the brakes uh, on everything for a bit. Put the brakes on everything for us sure. for a minute, and that's when we were like, okay, you know as everybody else globally did, we, you know, you had to hunker down and 
uh, you know, right. get, get in your pods and everything like that. And obviously you can't make a record in a pod. I mean, I yeah. guess you can technically, but not the way we make records. So, sure. uh, we, um, you know, we took the time to, uh, be with our families even more than we already had, man. I mean, that was, you know, getting into a year and a half, two years at that point that we'd been home. Remember all, where all the light switches are in your house, that kind of stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, man. Well, no, I mean, I, I, that was another crazy thing is I, I have a young son who was born in 2017. So, I mean, he was, he had just turned three uh, oh, wow. in, in March, of, he turned three in uh, February of 2020. And, uh, and I think that, you know, it changed a lot of perspectives around the world, right? I mean, if you're, if you're at home with your family, I mean, it's going to be tough, but I, I don't mean to, you know, if someone tries to put themselves in, in our shoes, Imagine coming off the road, playing, headlining all the biggest uh, festivals in Europe, and then becoming a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, that's culture years. shock, man. Totally. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining in the least. It's just, it's an adjustment, right? And it's an adjustment you learn from. Of course. And um, and it, it, was a, it was a great silver lining to everything, but I mean, it definitely changed a lot of things. And then on top of that, then you had the pandemic hit. And then there was a whole other learning curve as everybody else had to learn with too. Um, and it changed every, it changed our way of thinking. And then, you know, when we were able to get back into the studio with just the five of us and our producer, you know, that was okay for a while, but then we were looking at it and we're like, Oh, we still got to get the uh, uh, orchestra in here. Oh, sure. Yeah. All this other stuff in here. Right. I, so I heard Matt said that too. Yeah. Yeah, so that took a little bit more time too. So there, I mean, and there was other roadblocks along the way that we'll, we could get into in a longer format another day. But like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's, I mean, it's just there's, it was good. It was good for us. And, and looking back on it, but there was tons of curveballs on this record going into it, and it was the reason why it took us five years to get it out. Life um, is but a dream, man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of yeah, okay. what it is, right? Huh? This <laughs> little segue there. Do you guys reflect, is. man, on the past? You know, when you're when you're writing records, do you do you reflect on the past at all, or is it all just moving forward? Uh, it's most. I mean, I'd say ninety percent moving forward. You reflect yeah. on the past just as anyone would in an introspective way, right? I mm -hmm. mean, especially as we're just talking about going through some real life personal issues and stuff. It's you, you got to look at yourself introspectively to see how you can move forward. Right. Um, and it's, and that, that comes more as like a personal and, and a philosophy on life kind of vibe. It's not really how we approach if we're talking more about music and the career and the business side of events, some not the human element. Um, I think you kind of naturally, your past is just kind of embedded in you as a, as a songwriter, or at least it sure. is for us at this point, you know, every, every step that we've made in our career musically, we've challenged ourselves. As you know, Pablo, we've taught, we've had many conversations about this before. When we go in to do a record, a lot of it is for us is what can we do now? What can sure. we do that we haven't done? How can we challenge ourselves as artists, as, as musicians, as mm -hmm. brothers to, push ourselves to a place that we didn't think we could go. And, um, and this record was no different in that sense. I mean, we wanted to do that, but if, if I'm going back to those other records, I, I believe every time we do that, we go so far all in that that style, that new style that we've focused on for the two years we're writing that record, say for instance, a hail to the King that has now become part of our writing DNA. Like that is like, <laughs> there it is, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's a, that yeah. looks good on the wall, dude. I'm not, I guess yeah. another great one. I got too. Nightmare over here, man. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it's great. I mean, obviously, yeah. your base is right there, by the way, the one you sent me. I think you actually oh, sent me okay. that during the pandemic. So. I did. I did. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, that, was, that was actually sorry. two years later than you asked for it, but that, it happened to be there. <laughs> I, ha I had to be sitting at home to find with nothing better to do to finally send it to you. So I apologize. Of course. <laughs> no worries. No worries, dude. No, so, was, I mean, yeah, go ahead, man. Sorry. No, nah, it's just that it, it's exciting. The song, Nobody, the single that we're playing on the air right now, we've had a great reaction to. To it um tell me a little bit about that i've read some of the things that matt's had to say about it describing it like uh you know the album maybe as a bunch of colors and that one would be kind of like the black hole he said kind of the he says <laughs> it, uh, it, huh? think of it as a universe nobody sits in the middle and it's kind of like a black hole it's a big weighty orchestra driven ex existential crisis sucking everything in its way that's what he yeah. said so i mean he, i mean that's his perception he's definitely sure. not wrong you know um yeah i mean it's that's i mean Definitely lyrically too. When you talk about, I mean, that song's lyrically brilliant in my opinion. Um, uh, what he came back with after going through his own uh, tribulations and trials, and sure, and, and and being introspective. And and to be honest, I have to give a shout out to my brother Adam Shadows because he's helped me through a lot of my existential crisis going through his own. And we're you know we're a band of brothers. Of yeah, you guys are for that. sure. So, I always um, known that. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I, th I think I think he's spot on for 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 a lot of it. I would agree. I mean, it is like it's that anxiety field of of the event horizon, right? Like, I think that's what he's kind of describing. He says the black hole and everything getting sucked into it. It's that anxiety, that droning, like yeah, going over yeah. and over, and there's no real payoff. I mean, there really is no payoff in this song in a, in a lot of respects. It's just like mm. anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. The only and. I, I guess I mean that in more of like a typical way of speaking, right? For a song, but your payoff is a nearly two minute instrumental outro. With yeah, which is breathtaking. Going, yeah, and then like Days just shred, that's your, man. That's, yeah, and that's like, and what that what that really was is just kind of let's put where do you go from all this tension building up? Where do you go? Where's the payoff? Do you go uh, musically? What, what are you What are you trying to convey here? Does it just end abruptly? Does it do it? And it's like, well, let's put a bow on it, but let's make it somber. Let's go neoclassical. Kind of, yeah, yeah, that's let's cool. Let's go and just mm -hmm. you're you're finally into the black hole, and then sure. you're coming you're coming into this non-existence, and that's mm. kind of, and that's just let's accept it. It's somber, but let's accept it and go into it. It's nobody. Let's go. I love it. So is the rest of the record kind of have a, is it connected in a way? Kind of, I'm not like an Operation Mindcrime or something like, you know, mm. from Queens Rec or something, but there is, is song to song, the colors, do they all kind of connect or they stand yes. on their own? Yeah. Uh, yes and no. I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, musically they stand on their own. Absolutely. Um, uh, there is, a, there is some ideas, uh, even musically, I guess, that do, reoccur but that, that would be going into music theory and stuff which sure. is, which is sure. above my pay grade to be that's honest, more so. gates's thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right but on. uh no uh but like i mean uh, the overarching philosophy is is i guess you could call it a uh, a concept and uh and and a theme of the album absolutely i mean yeah there's look there's that's kind of how we've approached the last several records really is just you know there's been uh, each there's a bunch of colors of the rainbow on an album right um mm -hmm. but it's still a rainbow you know what i mean like it's still it's still one thing uh with all those different spectrums going on in, in, in between it and each time i think lyrically especially matt has has begun to approach things that way like i mean the stage was talking about the mostly the future and 
the the inevitability of AI, which you know is you know that record was released in 2016. Look what's happening right now. Totally. Seven years later. Could you guys um, predict in the future, man. <laughs> cool. Well, I, I want to go that far. But I want to go that far. The writing was on the wall, man. Like sure. you, you just have to pick up a couple of books. <laughs> totally, totally. So, but, I mean, obviously, we get this. We get this album now, June two. Um, the anticipation grows. I can't wait to hear the whole thing. Obviously, all the way through. So, I was thinking about hitting up Matt too because he says, oh, "I've hit it. I've sent it out to a few people." I'm like, "Brother, what? Hello." You know, we, so yeah, we, get you a water, we get you a watermark <laughs> copy. It's not, we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk after this. Right on. Um, so 13 shows. Obviously, you guys got this. Uh, it's uh, the North American part one thing. So you're doing 13 shows. You're hitting Minneapolis. We'll see you guys at Target Center in July. Finally, you guys are coming Target around Center, when it's not cold, by the way. I know. dude. Every every time I've been at the Target Center, it's been <laughs> yeah. snowing outside. It's, Stupid cold. I got to say, dude, that's a, I have very fond memories of playing that arena. We played it a few times, a handful of times now at this point. Oh yeah. And every time I go back, I'm like, ah, it feels yeah. like, it feels like another home, you know? It's I like, think you guys kicked off the nightmare home. tour there. The very first night there, wasn't there right. some dude that was supposed to something like fall from the fall oh, from the, the yeah, but something got caught up or something like that at first it on didn't first something show, oh man, yeah you, something you got, got weird memory than i do on that pablo of I, course I well you do a million shows i was at one <laughs> <laughs> but i know we went afterwards to a, I mean, a boob bar a and had a good times. time there, there was there wasn't too many mishaps with that with that uh stunt yeah. but there was a couple so i i, I wouldn't it, it's very possible that that was the first night of that uh, and yeah and maybe that's why i have such a fond memory of course uh that wasn't the first show that we were playing oh i do remember now because it was for shows without Jimmy. So we did Mon yes. heavy Montreal first. Yes. That was the first arena where we were able to really uh, do that stunt. Probably. Okay. That's what it was. I believe that if I'm, if my memory serves me correctly. So yeah, again, I wasn't, I wasn't exactly in the right frame of mind totally. time in my life. So totally <laughs> don't, don't, don't shoot me on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it was such a crazy night. It was a fun night. Um, I remember Matt brought me up on stage and we did some bet between the Lakers and, you know, the Celtics and the Lakers won. So I had to pay him on stage. And you remember, you put that Jersey on, I don't know, you probably don't remember that, yeah. but anyway, uh, afterwards we went to a boot bar and got drunk. So, you know, which is right it's, across it's, the street. Yeah. Another reason why that I'm very yes, fond it was. of this arena. See, you I, remember, I you remember that part. Of I remember course. that part. I remember that part. <laughs> right on. So at this show, will you guys be pulling out all the stops or will it be kind of a, you know, scaled back, just get our feet wet kind of tour before we go. Oh, no, you know, no, no, no. Bring we're, it. Uh, full on Avenge Sevenfold. Yeah, absolutely. We're not, I mean, that's kind of been an overarching thing that we've thrown around in this camp um, um, is just uh, we don't want to keep doing stuff unless we're doing it right, bold, thoughtful, intent, but mostly bold. Sure. And sure. This, this entire album has that theme written all over it and a, a mantra that we've that we've been taking in for the last several years. And um, it's it's interesting because some some if you said this to like our fan base, they'd be like, aren't you guys already pretty bold and fearless? It's like, yes, but there's levels to that. Right. And at this Absolutely. point in our lives with family and everything, we've just taken perspective on what's really important to us. And if we want to continue to do this stuff, which we do, we did come to that conclusion. Um, we're going balls out like even more than we were before. And right on. I'm really excited to do this. I have not seen the set to this point. Pablo, I mean, you won't be it. doing Beast in the Harlot per uh, Gates. I I did a Zoom <laughs> did with him like two that? months. Yeah, he said, "Dude, I'm never playing that song again. I hate it." Uh, Something like that. I'm like, what? Amazing. That's gonna I be. Love that song. I, I say, I say, Pablo, you you make him a little gentleman's bet on that. Oh yeah. I mean, we got, hopefully, we've got a long career, and mm -hmm. 
he may say never, but never say never, right? Right. Totally. Um, totally. Which I'm okay with letting that song uh, uh, sit on the back burner for a while as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, the, the the point is, uh, at this point, I've seen the renderings of what this stage is going to look like and uh, what we're going to be pulling off. Um, and we're going to be bringing that production. You, you better believe we're bringing that production to Minneapolis. That's and, exciting, uh, man. That's uh, exciting. It's I'm excited. I got in like two, three weeks. We're in rehearsal right now, just as a band. But in two, three weeks, we start produ- uh, production rehearsals for for that upcoming tour. And I cannot wait to actually be in an arena and be practicing with that. With that, stage. I can imagine. You got to shake off the rust a little bit, man. Being on the stage, it's gonna been, been a minute, right? Little nerves <laughs> yeah. kick in, all that kind of stuff, anxiety and stuff. When you finally get out there. You know, I, I want to say it's all excitement and I sure. think it's all excitement right now, but sometimes you eternalize anxiety that way. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, right at this point, it, we're still not up there. I still haven't stepped foot on the first stage that we're going to be doing in the in five years. Um, yeah. But I could tell you if I conceptualize it, if I think about it, I'm fucking ecstatic. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Like yeah, I can't been, wait. I've been sitting. I've been I've been playing stay at home dad for too long, dude. I'm ready to get back at <laughs> Taking your kid to wrestling shows and all that stuff like WWE, <laughs> all that stuff. I've seen some okay. of those, but yeah, that's yeah, cool. Don't though. get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's been amazing. I wouldn't sure. change it for the world that mm-hmm. the, the time that I've been able to spend with my son at his early, you know, his early developing it's years. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a bond that I know I'm so thankful that I've been able to do that because as you know it wouldn't have been the case you know yeah. I mean, even it would have been very different and now he's finally at an age he's six years old now when we get back out there he's gonna get to come to shows that's cool see what his dad really does he doesn't just you know wipe his ass all the time and, and sure. clean up after him you know so it's yeah i look forward to meeting him man for sure oh man you'll, you'll meet him he's a, good, he's a good kid so you look man i can't keep you too much longer i know you got to roll um uh, there's a lot more to talk about, obviously, with the record coming uh, June 2. For you people watching out there, June 2, you can get your hands on Life Is But A Dream. Uh, I can't. How many songs are on the record, dude? There's 11 tracks on the record. 11 tracks. Okay. And do you have a favorite? Yes. Will you share that with me? Or are you just going to hold that to yourself? Good. Thanks, jerk. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? I love that we have this report, Bob. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, totally. <laughs> no, um, I do have a, I have a couple favorites on it, actually. But it's hard to say when, when, when no one knows the title track, the, the titles of the tracks right now. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. It's a little difficult, but. Sure. Uh, yeah, there's, look, I mean, I'm very proud of my brothers for putting this record together. I'm very proud to be a part of it. Um, I think it is an album that from front to back, no one has tackled, in my opinion. I don't think anyone has ever even maybe attempted to tackle a record like this before. And I that's bold. I like it. You'd be more proud of it. And I know that's and that's not just hyperbole of just like someone like, oh, we got a new record. It's the best thing we've ever done. Sure. I don't know if it's the best thing we've ever done. That's up to you guys to decide. All yeah, I right. Know is that we accomplished what we set out to do in, in in great fashion, and I couldn't be happier and more proud about that, and ready to go out and see the fans that I miss so much, and go out to these shows and bring it to life. We're working on a stage, we're working on uh, sonically stuff that we've never tried live. I mean, we've got we're using the new new kids technology out there and bringing it to these old dogs, and we're gonna do some pretty cool shit with it. Dude, I can't wait. My brother Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold. We'll see you in July at Target Center, my friend. I'm sure you and I will talk between then. Can't oh, wait yeah. to hey, hear the record. The, we've been talking about this for a while. You got a long time on the podcast. You let's do it, man. Podcast. Let's do it. Let's, let's, find, a, let's find a topic. Let's find a topic to crush. We'll, yeah. we'll do it later in the next couple of weeks. All right. I'm down, man. Good to see all you, right, brother. All right, you too. Later. Man. 
What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen.